welcome to Health Beat. My name is Brian Hazelgren. I'm your host for Health Beat, and this is your Healthy Habits Zone. Once again, this is a show about healthy living and overall well-being. Love to thank our sponsor, Rx to Live, the prescription for life. Rx to Live is the fastest-growing franchise in medical and wellness services, and the goal there for Rx to Live is to always be on a mission to positively affect 1 million lives. As always, we also want to thank Heroes Media Group and C-Suite Network Radio for the production and distribution of this podcast. All right, let's uh, jump back into the next area of part three for reducing our stress, reducing our levels of cortisol, through natural ways and through ways that are that don't cost us money, don't cost us grief, <laughs> and they actually really work. So uh, the next one, the next tip that I wanted to cover would be tend to your spirituality. Okay, now I think we'll all recognize that we're still spiritual beings, and I'm not going to talk to you about religion. I'm here to talk to you about if you consider yourself spiritual, then developing your faith can also help improve your cortisol. It's a known fact. And there are so many studies that actually show that adults who express spiritual faith experience lower cortisol levels in the face of life's stresses, even things like an illness, death in a family, a move change of job, a loss of job. All those cortisol levels have been lessened in their bodies if they experienced a little faith. This was true even after studies took uh, into account that potential cortisol-lowering effects of social support from faith-based groups. And I'm going to be so bold as to throw this out there that prayer is always associated with reduced anxiety and depression. So, if you do not consider yourself a spiritual person, these benefits may also be available through meditation, developing a social support group, and even performing acts of kindness, reading the scriptures, or even discussing or saying out loud positive affirmations. So whether you're spiritual or not, there's ways to reduce your anxiety and your depression. First, by exercising faith, if you are spiritual, praying, if you are spiritual, if you're not spiritual, again, just to reiterate once uh, one more time, you can accomplish this through meditation, developing a support group or performing acts of kindness and discussing positive affirmations. So I want to talk just for a second about service to others. You always feel better when you serve others. I don't know why it works that way, but it certainly does. Helping out a neighbor. Serving at the local food bank or serving at the local Salvation Army. Serving others reduces stress, period. 
I don't think anyone would want to debate that. Well, if you do, I'm happy to debate you on that because I've served others for most of my life and it is so inc incredibly rewarding and you do so much good in the process. So if you want to reduce your cortisol level, go serve your neighbor, go serve a family member, go serve, <clears throat> excuse me, go serve a stranger, do something of service oriented um, activities. That'll really help you reduce your cortisol level and your stress level. You think you shift your focus uh, onto someone else, not on yourself. And you start thinking about how you can help them. And by so doing, when you help them, you also help yourselves. Or help yourself. So that was uh, tending to your spirituality. So the next tip then is eating healthy foods. Nutrition, as we know, can influence cortisol level for better or for worse. I want to talk just for a second today about sugar intake because it's one of those classic triggers for cortisol release. Regular high sugar intake keeps your cortisol levels elevated. And consuming sugar is especially linked to higher cortisol in obese individuals. Sugar can also reduce the amount of cortisol released in response to a specific result. That's called the... Um, like the sweet desserts or the comfort foods, that actually can help you. <laughs> so it can work against you if it's too high in sugar. It can work for you if it's low in sugar, but still is considered a good comfort food. But frequent or excessive sugar increases cortisol over time. So basically, just remember to exercise moderation in all things. If you have a chocolate bar in front of you, don't eat the whole thing. Eat it throughout the day or over the next couple of days. Don't eat it all in one sitting. Moderation in all things. So additionally, there are some specific foods that can benefit your cortisol levels. One of those, for, I'm going to put this in first on the list here because uh, it's my favorite, and it's dark chocolate. There's several studies that have been performed about uh, or, or shown um, that have shown results, positive results of consuming dark chocolate and how it literally reduced cortisol response to a stressful situation or a challenge in someone's life. In fact, as soon as I finish up here today, I am literally going to go have a couple of squares of 85% dark chocolate because that's my favorite. <laughs> so dark chocolate literally helps you reduce your levels of cortisol. Now, there's also many fruits that um, help reduce your levels of cortisol and your stress. There was a study that was done with 20 cycling athletes, and it showed that when they ate bananas and pears during a 75-mile ride, it reduced their levels of cortisol compared to just drinking water. So they got some hydration from the food, a fruit, but they also were able to reduce their cortisol levels. Interesting. Uh, teas are also, there was a study that was done with 75 men over a six-week period of time that showed that drinking green tea and black tea decreased cortisol in response to a stressful task. And that was compared to several different caffeinated drinks. That's kind of cool. 
Um, next area in this particular segment or this tip on eating healthy foods, um, also have probiotics and prebiotics in your system. Probiotics are friendly symbiotic bacteria that is in foods such as uh, yogurt, sauerkraut, and even kimchi. Now, I don't like kimchi, so but I do like yogurt. And I sort of like sauerkraut if it's on a broth. Definitely like it then. <laughs> but um, those, those probiotics and prebiotics are good in those three food sources. Prebiotics are like soluble fiber. Okay, and they, they provide food or fuel for these good types of bacteria. Both probiotics and prebiotics help reduce cortisol. Flat out studies have shown. Water is also excellent. We all need to hydrate. Dehydration actually causes high level of cortisol. Obviously, water is great for hydrating if you want to avoid the calories. But there was a study that was done in uh, some very high-level successful uh, marathon runners, and they showed that maintaining hydration during athletic training literally reduced their cortisol levels. So the question would be, well, how many times a day do you drink water? How much do you need? I always feel like when you drink half of your body weight, you should be good to go. Because if I'm going to say one thing, it'll be different for a 320-pound uh, offensive lineman versus an 18-year-old um, young woman who's physically fit and who might weigh 105 pounds. So half of your body weight, usually the typical way of uh, – measuring how much water you should be drinking every day. There are some studies that have shown that 75% of your body weight uh, is also necessary. I, I would stick with a half. So here's our summary on eating healthy foods. Cortisol reducing foods include my favorite, dark chocolate, some of the teas like green tea and black tea, and then also soluble fiber, avoiding excessive sugar consumption will also help you cut down on your cortisol level. Okay. Next area is uh, taking supplements or core nutrition that you need in your body. Studies have proven that at least two nutritional sub supplements can lower your cortisol level. Number one is fish oil. That's probably the, one of the best sources of uh, omega omega-3 fatty acids, and those are shown to reduce cortisol. One of the studies that I'm looking at here actually says that uh, this study looked at how men responded to mentally stressful testing over three weeks. One group of men took fish oil supplements. The other group did not. Fish oil those who did take the fish oil supplements reduced cortisol levels in response to stress by about 30%. That's actually a big number. Another three-week study showed that fish oil supplements reduced cortisol in response to a stressful task compared to those individuals who took a placebo. All right. Another really good source of lowering your stress level and lowering, lowering your cortisol level is ashwagandha. It's an Asian herbal supplement, and it's also actually used in traditional med medicine to treat anxiety 
and to literally help people to adapt to stress. So a study of 98 different adults taking an ashwagandha supplement or a placebo for 60 days showed that taking 125 milligrams of ashwagandha once or twice daily reduced cortisol levels by up to 38%. Hello, another big number. Take ashwagandha, take uh, fish oil. Because another study also showed uh, that in so many adults here, 64 adults with chronic stress showed that those who took 300 milligrams of ashwagandha over a 60-day period of time greatly reduced their levels of cortisol. It doesn't give an actual percentage in this one, but it does show that they greatly reduced their cortisol level. Now, I know this uh, as well because of our DNA test. We, we call it a DNA blueprint. It's not ancestry-based. It's all based on from our DNA, we can specifically know what our workout rec- regimen should look like. Should it be high intensity or low intensity or somewhere in between? Also, from our genetic markers, we can clearly see if we have sensitivities to carbs and fats, and we can also show what our meal plan should literally look like based on our genetic markers for every day, every meal of every day. And then the last piece that we also show in our DNA um, blueprint that we offer to many people around the world is that there are specific core nutrients that are needed in that individual's body. In other words, they need certain supplements. My, my level, I need actually six different supplements in my system in order for me to find my optimal health. My wife needs, uh, she needs four supplements. I have some business partners that need somewhere between four and, and six supplements. I have others that need only two supplements. The point is we actually now have science that will show us and back up the data of what types of core nutrients and supplements are required in our system. So the summary in this particular segment then is to show that fish oil supplements and an Asian herbal medicine called ashwagandha have both been shown to help reduce levels of cortisol. So go grab yourself some ashwagandha, some fish oil, and also if you'd like to get a, uh, one of our DNA kits, mention that you heard it here on the podcast, we'll give you a 25% discount. It's a beautiful study. You can also see a little bit about that on our website. It's an amazing um, tool that you can use to find out what your workout regimen should look like, what your meal plan should look like, and also what core supplements you need in your body. Very cool. So the bottom line here is after going through these different uh, tips in these three different segments, the bottom line is over time, high cortisol levels can lead to weight gain, high blood pressure, diabetes, fatigue, brain fog, or difficulty in concentrating. All those things are a cause of higher cortisol levels. So try some of these simple lifestyle tips, lower your cortisol levels, have more energy, and improve your overall health. That literally will happen to you. This has been fun going through these different tips and trends. I, I, I hope you'll take advantage of it. For now, though, 
Uh, you can always get a copy of my latest book, Healthy Habits of Highly Productive Employees, on my website, brianhazelgren.com. Um, obviously, want to give a huge thank you again to Heroes Media Group and to C-Suite Network Radio for the production and the distribution of this podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in again to Health Beat. This is your Healthy Habits Zone. I'm Brian Hazelgren. I'm going to sign off for now. And there's more tips. There's more innovative ideas. There's more things coming down the road. But in the meantime, thank you again for tuning in and make it a great day.